Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Chuck, uh, I want to start with, you know, when you're evaluating these offensive line, I know Mike and I do it differently than necessarily how the coaches or pro football talk or who anybody else that might evaluate these guys. Um, but I don't think it's hard when you see a guy struggle. And there have been times this year where we've seen, you know, McGarry struggle. But I got to tell you, Jake Matthews is another guy. And, you know, I don't know if that's a function of the guy next to him. And how important is that when you have a guy next to you that you can trust on that offensive line? Well, first and foremost, an offensive line has to work as one. As far as positioning, they really have to be on the same page because the center he's communicating all the calls to everyone else. And it's so vital that they know each other, how they work in synergy together. Because when you think about Caleb McGarry and you think about some of the other guys, just, just there's certain calls and there's a certain uniqueness why offensive linemen, they're so close. That's, listen, the offensive line unit is usually the closest group on the football team. And I think from a communication standpoint, It'd be disappointing to think that they're not able to communicate, in my opinion, because they're veterans. You know, Lindstrom, McGarry, and when you think about them, all these guys in that line, Dahlman, they've been together. So communication, they, they have to have that down pack, especially in this last game. But it is vital for, for the Falcons, and particularly because this is a three of the guys we just talked about are first-rounders. And that's just very important as they work as one and continue to grow. And hopefully this last game, it'll show up. We've been talking about it all week in the last three weeks. This is our last chance to see what Desmond Ritter can do. Uh, do you like what you've seen? I know we, we touched on this on Tuesday, but no interceptions. Yeah. Now, I know fans want to see touchdowns, and I think some of that's a byproduct of who he's throwing to, and they're not exactly the best out there either. But do you like it? Are you comfortable with him battling with maybe a, a guy like a Jacoby Brissett or any kind of backup, uh, kind of a perennial backup next year when you start camp? <laughs> Jacoby Brissett? I'm just throwing a name out there. Or, or a, or a Andy Dalton or a lesser value. Andy Dalton, is that all we got to pick from? Man, see, to me, that's the lesser than the – those guys are proving that they're career backups. And Desmond Ritter, we got to see that he has the potential to be a starter that can lead the team to the playoffs. Mm. Now, right now, isn't throwing for touchdowns. And I've hear, heard us, we're all kind of making excuses, especially you, Mike. Well, he doesn't throw interceptions. Is that what I'm looking for? Oh, he's functional. We've had that, you know. And if we wanted that, you still would have had Matt Ryan. But we got, I, I would like to see him 
you know, number one, I want to see him use his legs more. He, to me, when I watched him at Cincinnati, mm-hmm. he was able to run. And in this NFL, you got to be able to use your legs to, to move the move the change. Think about Josh Allen. He runs so much. Patrick Mahomes also run. We're not looking for Lamar Jackson, but I'd like to see that. And also, I'd like to see some explosive plays, some more explosive plays from him with his arm, having a good grasp of the offense, a full read of the field, and making more plays. But right now, the jury's out. Because if you're going next year's season, you're starting a new quarterback. He's from he's fresh. So this these past four games, you're seeing a little bit. But are you ready to say next year he's going to lead us to an NFC South championship? You can't say that because mm-hmm. he's a new Jack. And right now we have a new quarterback. And going into next year, there's going to be that's going to be the number one question this offseason. Is our quarterback good enough right now? Because this is the win now business for the Falcons. But how can you, know, you tell? Hands but, are on deck. but how can you tell in four games? You really can't. I mean, you can't tell in four games. That's just part of it. Because there's the highs and lows of a season, the adjustments that have to be made, how people play against him, and how he handles the offense. You can't. There's no way. I, I just don't believe that you can make that judgment right now. And that is the biggest storyline going into next year. Is this our quarterback of the future? Chuck, you know, the Bucks have had their struggles up and down. Sunday, Falcons, Bucks right here on Sports Radio 92.9. The game as the regular season wraps up. But when I look at their personnel, they got a championship caliber defense, right? Vita Vea, Devin White, Levante David, Winfield. I mean, I'm looking at these guys and I'm going, okay, I know these guys can play. So why is it that they haven't – is it just been injuries that they haven't played up to their caliber this season? What is it about this Bucks defense, or has it just been the fact that the offense hasn't scored enough points? Well, very shocking that they haven't been able to stop the run. This team's not stopping the run, and you just talked about Vita Vey, former pro bowler. You look at some of the other guys they have on that D-line and then the linebacker court, you talked about big-name players. But you can be big-name, and if you're not playing well, you're just like anyone else. So I think from that standpoint, those guys aren't performing up to what their names are right now. Because every week teams go against Tampa and you're naming those big names, you're like, oh, man, that's a killer defense to go against. But they haven't been that kind of defense that's productive stopping the run or putting enough pressure on the quarterback. But you make a good point. The offense, they're not getting big leads. They're mainly coming from behind. Mm. So just like the Falcons, one of the challenges when you're rushing the passer or being able to tee off on people is you'd like to have some big leads. That's why you watch you watch uh, Kansas City. Those guys, that defense is just okay. But when you're playing up and you're playing with the lead, you can open up the defense more. I think they're, the challenge they've had, the offense has been average or below average. So they're playing, they're, they're always playing with house money, you know, and from that standpoint. I know we've been evaluating the young rookies this year, but, I mean, you're pretty hard on Ritter, Chuck. So what's about uh, Evan Cady? Has uh, AK, has Arnold oh, no. Evan Cady popped oh, this no. year? Because I got to go draft more defensive ends next year, it looks like. All right, Mike, you doing me like the people on Twitter do you. Don't be putting words <laughs> in my mouth. I ain't just beat up Desmond Ritter. I just said what is a fact. that Look, Mike, you know, don't be trying to turn me into you, Mike. But, but you know, Eva Katie, Malone, Lorenzo Carter, I will just say this, even Grady, when you're on a team that runs the ball, 
and you control the ball for the entire game. The other team, especially when you don't score like the Falcons have lately, teams just don't have to throw the ball. Teams are going to run against the Falcons, and they're going to get a chance to throw when they want. But from a development standpoint, there is, you know, Arnold Evercady, the second half of the season, he obviously hadn't had the season. Of course, he wouldn't. You know, he got a little nicked up. Malone doesn't really, to me, play enough to truly have that kind of impact. But there is something to be said about the development. I spoke weeks ago about the development going to come from the D-line coach and the outside linebacker coaches, which we always talk about the head coach, Coach Smith, when it comes to the team's pass rush, that the responsibility comes on those assistant coaches. Now, from what I have seen and watched, the skill level is not there. It's not there. They're in development. They're work in progress. So am I, do I think Evercady won't be a great rusher? Uh, no, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is sometimes it takes years. So for every Aiden Hutchinson or James Houston, those two guys up that way, for somebody, uh, Carl uh, Loftus from Kansas City, it takes time. Everybody in develop the same. And it's hard, guys. It takes – you're going against big boys. You're going against pros. So I think moving forward, the key for Evercady is develop a signature move. I'd like to see him use his spin. He can spin. I'd like to see him work on his angles, his approach to the offensive linemen. I'd like to see Malone continue to be and then become a speed rusher. I'm not sure if Lorenzo Carter was his status, but I would still like to see him in this game use some techniques. He's got great, you know, uh, athletic ability, but you've got to develop moves. Every one of the guys I just named have moves. The top guys use moves in the game. So the days of, yeah, well, let's just get them off the spot. Well, let's just get pressure. I don't want to hear that. To guarantee your success, you got to get them to the ground. So moving forward, another question will be the development Arnold Evercady. Hmm. And I'm hoping to get back in the lab with Arnold, maybe get in there with Malone, but definitely with Arnold Evercady because I've worked with him. His, his potential is through the roof. He's a guy with the kind of skill that can be – he can be a, a six- to ten-sack guy, no question. But I think moving forward, there it's going to be an important offseason for him and Malone to continue to develop a move or two that when they got to get a sack, that's the one the fans are saying, well, we know what Evan Katie's going to do. We know what Malone's going to do because that's what they always do and they have success. I want to mention this because, uh, you know, when when he was here, we thought maybe some people thought it might have been a fluke. You guys realize Foyer Lewican is leading the league in, sack, uh, in d- defensive tackles? 171 tackles. <laughs> when he was here and led this team, now we didn't yeah. have the money to pay him, right? We mm-hmm. just we, we couldn't do it. But, yeah. but a lot of people said, oh, well, I don't know if he's that good. He's going down to Jacksonville with the resurgence of what has happened with that team. They're playing in a playoff game this weekend against the Titans. Winner is the division champ. Foyer Lewican, Chuck, 171 tackles. He's got more tackles than, than anybody else right now in the league. He's a – listen, he is a tackling machine. He is a leader. And when you look back at letting him go, you'd like to have kept him because he's a baller and he gets it done. And we got him where I don't think he was even getting close to his true potential. Mm. Now you put him down there with a gang of – great players that he has on that D-line, or at least let's just say functional good players that play well in the defense, he's also benefited from playing with an offense now that's rolling. 
He's playing with a gang of defensive guys, Josh Allen, you know, the, the pass rusher. You can name, you know, several guys down there, Roy Robertson. They're ballers. When he was with the Falcons, he didn't have the group that Jacksonville has. And I'm not making an excuse for, you know, from the standpoint of him leaving the Falcons, mm-hmm. making that excuse. But there's something that's be said about having a veteran-led personnel to help you. Yeah. And that is the great challenge for Falcon players. The personnel is not there. So it does give Dean P some li- limitations what he has. But give the kid credit. He's one of the best linebackers in the NFL right now. I mean, I like Foyer. I mean, tackles for loss, though, game difference maker. I know you develop a guy out of the sixth round, you'd like to keep him, but, you know, there's a price and there's a number you just couldn't hit. We were, we were hamstrung, Carl. You know the drill. Yeah. I, I, listen, I don't think they overpaid. I'm just saying from a production standpoint, he's doing exactly what he did here, which is not a fluke. Um, it is interesting. Chuck, we got to get out of here, man. Appreciate you as always. Looking forward to talking with you next okay, week guys. as we get the offseason started and talking about where this team and direction and all those things. Get us out of here, man. All right, fellas, live life every day like it's third and eight. Let's go dogs. Win that chip. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.